0: Greetings, folks, and welcome to Good News for the City, the radio broadcast ministry partnership between WAVA Radio and One Heart DC, right here on Life Changing Talk Radio 105.1 FM, WAVA. My name's Dennis Williams. I'm Director of Ministry Relations for WAVA Radio, and I want to welcome you to today's broadcast. Well, folks, here we are. It's the weekend before Thanksgiving, and here on Good News for the City, we have our very own holiday traditions. And it has sort of been a Thanksgiving tradition for us on Good News for the City to discuss all the different dynamics that come with this holiday. So we're going to discuss Thanksgiving, literally Thanksgiving, gratitude, as well as any difficulty in the family dynamics during this season. Um, Someone, we're we're going to talk with somebody you may be familiar with. His name is Pastor Brian Bales. Also, Pastor Dennis Williams. Dude. We're going to talk to one another about Thanksgiving. God yeah. bless
1: you, buddy. Well, thanks. Uh, you know, it's kind of fun when you and I just get a chance to have a conversation a little bit different than we do on air. Uh, I, I kind of feel like we're family now. This is Amen. our third Thanksgiving Amen. show. We're in our third year Good News of the City. And so thank you to so many of you who listen to us faithfully here on WAVA and support uh, Good News for the City, support One Heart DC and the Amen. mission that we're doing. Amen. Yeah. Uh, God has been amazing. And there's so many reasons to be thankful. And I think it's interesting as a country that we set aside at least a day. At least a day. Uh, and if we're just honest, the, the good news of the gospel should be something we're thankful about 365 days a year. Amen. But there's definitely something about uh, the Thursday set aside that we do every year in November Yes. to, to yes. be thankful yes. about. Yes. And, and it is, it's coming up this week. Uh, are you prepared, by the way? Well, here's
0: what's going to be tough for you and I. Yeah. Because neither one of us talk very much. Not at all. So how are we going to fill this time about Thanksgiving? We are getting ready. Um, We're going to go to Ohio,
1: as a matter of fact. Yeah. O-H! I-O. Yeah, yeah. Long-time listeners know we're both from Ohio. I'm going to make my (laughs) way back to Ohio, too, as well. And we know that a lot of people uh, will be traveling. Many are making plans, whether it is traveling like we are or where they're going to host. And I I think that, uh, especially in the Washington metro area, it's a a super busy area. There's a lot of things going on. People. Uh, seem to have so much on their Outlook calendars that keep them busy. And it can become really, really hectic. And this time that's set aside for Thanksgiving can, can become overwhelming really easily. So how is it that maybe in your life, Dennis, uh, that you try to make sure that during this time of the year, where it's supposed to be set aside to be thankful, that we don't become overwhelmed with all the other things that come with this holiday and those type of things?
0: I really do. Very seriously, brother. I really do determine, I've said to every one of my kids, man, Jennifer and I have six kids together. Yeah. Um, I have said to every one of my kids for as long as I can remember, please, please, please don't ever lose a heart of gratitude. Yeah. Because it's a very slippery slope of losing every part of you if you lose that heart of gratitude. So I really do focus in on everything that God has given me and to be thankful for. The only thing I'm still not thankful for, I'm going to tell on myself, okay? Yeah. The very first year I lived in the DC area, Uh I was going, actually, it was Woodbridge, Virginia. I was leaving from WAVA, going to Woodbridge, Virginia. It's 12 miles, Mm, right? Took me three hours and 45 minutes. No one's very grateful for the I'm not very grateful, but that's really what I do. I really do focus in on the people, the family everything that God has given. And I sit, I mean, I just sit down and and pray to God and thank God for that. If that answers your question, my brother. Yeah, it does.
1: And I I think for me in my life, especially with all the things that are happening around, uh, we recently have a friend, Tom Moyer, uh, he's station manager here at WAVA and many other stations on the Salem radio network Yep, uh, that you listen to. He introduced me just a few moments ago to a statement that I love called a holy no. Yes, Uh, And the idea that there are good and right times To say no, and especially around a season like Thanksgiving, I've discovered that there can be so many asks, so many things that are supposed to happen, that I become... So focused on the things or the trappings around, that are supposed to help me be thankful that I become not thankful. I become stressed. I bet I become, that happens to a lot of folks. <laughs> it does. I mean, if you ask my wife, it's really easy for me when I feel like super jammed up on my schedule to become irritable,
0: yeah, or to yeah. become
1: complaining or whatever. My I know that's hard for some people to believe. Not That'd be not hard in my, for me. My family kind of knows it, but I mean, and I think there are many people out there that relate to that. And and one of the importance that you've already talked about about gratitude and being thankful is is I believe that the busier that we become as people in a culture like Washington DC area or wherever you might be listening this to on podcast that that the busier that we become, something accidental occurs. And and I don't know if this has happened in your life, Dennis. It happens in my life specifically. And it looks like this. I become someone who becomes not thankful for some obvious blessings but because they've become so normalized in my life, yeah. I forget how yeah. obvious of a blessing it is yeah. you know I got in a vehicle today and um, my temptation is to focus on the traffic I was in and to be ungrateful about it instead of being grateful about the fact that God is providing me with a vehicle yes uh, that, yeah. that sort of yeah. temptation um, and it's real easy I think uh, to have an accidental attitude, of ingratitude to kind of, a, kind of rhyme if I can, right?
0: That, that's very cool that you said that. There's a song by Francesca Battistelli. Yeah. And she sings this one line that I remember. In the middle of my little mess... Mm. I forget how big I'm blessed. <laughs> ah,
1: that's a good line. And I love that because it's true. Yeah. yeah. I, I've not walked into anyone or met anyone that confesses the good news of the gospel. And that's what this story in this show is about, is that, Amen. that Amen. Jesus Christ came down to this earth, took upon human flesh when he didn't have to, was born of the Virgin Mary, he lived a spotless, sinless life for 30-some-odd years, rose Amen. victorious over Amen. sin, death, and the grave after he gave his life on the cross on the day we call it Good Friday. There Amen. was Resurrection Amen. Sunday, and Amen. the good news of the gospel is because Jesus paid the penalty for our sins. All of us who have a belief and choose to believe on him as our savior, we don't have to pay that.
0: Amen. That's reason
1: to be grateful for forever, right? I've never met anyone who confesses that to be true in their life and believes that, who said to themselves, now what I want to do is go live a life of ingratitude. Yeah, exactly. We don't don't wake up that morning, that way in the morning, right? But It can sneak in really, really easy. Oh, my. Um, Yeah. And so that gratitude and thankfulness have to be something that I would say is probably more than just something that we have to keep in our head, but it's something that we have to do with with some sort of actions. It has to to motivate us. Are there any sort of traditions or routines or things that, that you have or you know of as your family that help you sort of stay in that attitude of gratitude when our culture, our business and those things really easy kind of creep in and try to take them out.
0: Yeah. You know what works? It's super, super helpful to me, Brian. And, and you may be a lot like I am for since I was a very young man and a very young pastor mm-hmm. a long time ago. I, when I was 22 years old, I entered ministry. Yeah. And so I've been away from my family in Ohio almost all of my life. Yeah. I served um I served in Ohio for a while but then I went to Georgia, I've been to Florida, now in DC and I've gotten amazing privileges because of what I do for WAVA. But I guess one of the things is that every single night I pray for my family, for my sisters, for my parents, for my wife, for our children. Um and then when you're talking about Thanksgiving, one of the things that I do and I always look forward to is going back to Ohio and how grateful I am for that, yeah. that it's still there
1: and people there still really love me. Yeah. I think I love the fact that what you're talking about is setting up things in the midst of our busy life that will work as little little sort of reminders yes. to yeah. our, our memory. that's so easy to forget. I know that I uh, have a friend of mine that helped my wife and I and our kids find better ways to remember to pray for other people. Oh, okay. Uh, and so okay. They, they just called it prayer point. So, for example, whenever uh, we see an American flag, uh, we will mention my father-in-law, Jack, and we will pray for him because oh, he's a veteran. And fantastic. we just had Veterans Day. And, sure. And uh, the fact that we are on the air... Talking about Jesus Christ Amen. without any fear Amen. of reprisal is due to the fact that so many men and women have given up their lives physically and emotionally and in mentally so that we can have this freedom. Amen. And so Amen. when we see a flag, that that's a way to remind ourselves. My mom for example, uh, whenever my wife and I pass a dollar general, my mom loves herself a good deal of a dollar general. <laughs> that you know, That's uh, just what she is. And I know those stories, man. Today, mom, I love you, but we, we pray every time we pass a dollar general that's for cool. you. That's cool. Uh, there's not as many of them in Virginia where I live that there are in Ohio where she sure, lives. Sure, But yeah. that, those are the types of things. And I, I think when we want to be people who don't slip, not intentionally do we step into it, but slip into that attitude of ingratitude, we probably have to do some things to to physically remind us. Yeah, uh, and and yeah. I do. If you're listening today, I encourage you, if you want to be someone who is, who is actively living a thankful life, not just during this time this week that we set aside as a country, but... During every day, because yes, Jesus yes, Christ is worth yeah. it—that's the good news. Amen. That you're probably going to have to do some of those things uh, in your life to remind you, because we we all get busy, and and thankfulness and, and gratitude can slip out really easy.
0: So here's—you just reminded me of something, brother. Thank you. You didn't know you did, but you did. Well, there you go. Um, I have in my iPhone. Mm-hmm. I have, like probably everybody else that's listening to us. Um, you have this thing called favorites. Yeah that you can list your favorites that you call the most. Mm-hmm. Um, I view that every day. Mm-hmm. I view that every day. Yeah. At the top of my favorites is my beautiful bride, yes. of course. Mm-hmm. Then my mom and my dad and my, you know, mm-hmm. and on down the list, my siblings, my children, my yeah. grand. So anyway... I see that every day, and when I see that favorites list, mm-hmm. I pray for those people. Oh, that's awesome. So that's the physical that. thing
1: I do. Yeah. And maybe yeah. by our tenth Thanksgiving show, I'll make your favorites list. But that's for a different discussion, <laughs> right? <laughs> now, I, I think one of the staples of this season I'm is I'm putting you in as soon as we're done. Oh, man. Well, thank you. Yeah, we yeah, have yeah, to wait yeah. to ten. I, you, I'm going to wait for ten <laughs> on my favorite list for you. But that's a different story for a different day. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, one of the staples of this uh, season is it really is an increase in volunteering. It's an increase in charitable acts, charitable giving, and, and those are those are wonderful. Um, but can we talk maybe just a little bit about why it's important not just to do that in the holidays as, as a oh pastor, oh as my. someone who's director of ministry relations here at WAVA, you have both the privilege and the, the big burden sometime of being and seeing so many things that happen in the month of January and February and March and April, where those needs are just as big as the month of uh, Thanksgiving comes in in November, as well as, yeah. as we move yeah. into the Christmas season.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So here... Yeah, it's interesting that you're bringing that up now. Yeah. Because, and don't, please do not hear this as a complaint because it is not, ladies and gentlemen, it's not for anyone. But I do notice an uptick when we hit, um, late October, early Mm -hmm. November, everyone wants to be on the radio. Yeah. Everyone wants to buy some sort of advertising for the holiday season. So that says to me, you know, that's where they just want to hit it hard. But you're right, man. It's just as tough in April. For some folk who don't have what we have, you know, than it is in November and December, and you know, so you're right, doing that. All the time.
1: And the point isn't that all of a sudden feel bad that it's happening in November and December. That's not Not what you're saying at all. But I I would want people to know that our hope and our goal is that the good news that comes to this city is worth of good news all the time. Amen. Saturates it always. And we do. I think a lot of times, for example, culture gives us those reminder points. I was just talking about like a flag or a dollar general. By putting a date on the calendar, it gives us that reminder and that we need to be people that put other things on the calendar in that way to live and to do that. Yeah. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the things that happens a lot in Thanksgiving, you're going back to Ohio. I'm going back to Ohio. You've already alluded to that. Back in Ohio is family. Family. Uh, For both of us. Now, many people don't go back to Ohio. They stay right where they're at or they don't go back to their hometown, New Jersey state or whatever it might be. Sure. But family dynamics. Let's talk about those for a moment. Um They can be tricky, right? They can be tricky. Uh, There's nothing like your family to be the same group of people that you love so much, but then in the next breath, um, you don't love them as much, if you know what I'm saying. Sure, absolutely. Uh, And so not every family situation uh, is perfect. Uh, In fact, I don't know any Family situation. Yeah, I was going to say,
0: can you help me here? Do but you know any? Yeah, there, there
1: are degrees of challenges, right? And, yes, and some yeah, yeah. have very difficult challenges, very difficult relationships that they're dealing with. Um, you spent many years not just as a pastor, but also as a counselor. So, yes, talk yeah. about how you've discovered some good and healthy ways to be able to handle some of those.
0: Yeah, man, it's very interesting. I am I am really blessed, and I'm not just saying this because I'm on the radio. I am very blessed, and one of the cool things I don't know if this happens to you, brother, but let me just say it this way: my family actually. Um, because i don't get back much mm-hmm. it's kind of cool that i'm back and they like that i'm going back
1: well, that's so nice. they actually
0: like me right when i get back there yeah but you're right man that's not true for you know they say absence makes the heart grow fonder i don't mm-hmm. know if that's really true or not but um yeah i've dealt with folks that oh my gosh they will carry something from childhood You know, my dad didn't say as many nice things to me. And so I'm still carrying that grudge against my dad. My mom loved my brother more than they loved us girls, you know, Mm -hmm. and I, and I'm angry about that. And, and, and they can say one thing, you know, they can say one thing in that group of individuals. And you've seen this man, and it just sets them off. It just sets them off. So what do we do? Gosh, I, I always remind my folk, because, of course, being a pastor, guess what they ask me to do before the meal? You get to pray. Everybody gets to pray. And so we hold hands around right. that big table. We hold hands. And I and I remind everyone. I don't say, hey, tell me what you're grateful for. That I don't do that. But I do remind everyone to say, can you just look around, look at the person next to you, look at the one across from you, and realize how blessed we are. And that kind of takes, for us at least, takes some of the edge off of things. Right.
1: You know, um, I love that example because we'll talk about there are many people are going to be entering into this Thanksgiving holiday and entering into it. That circle isn't going to be as big. Indeed. Uh, you know, someone from uh, this life yeah. to the next. And yeah. uh, that was in that circle last year. And there's a lot of difficulty and challenge. So just the, the number one of just saying, hey, that you're here and that we have a chance to, to be together is a blessing. I think one yes. of the things that, yes. that yes. remind me, not just for family, but from all kinds of ways, good and healthy ways, is that, you know that Jesus died for them.
0: Absolutely. You know,
1: I, I messed it up. Absolutely. I've screwed it up. I've blown it up. It's something I say a lot at Christian Fellowship Church in Ashburn that I have a, a privilege as a pastor at, that that we all do that. But it's really interesting sometimes when we begin to look at people through the lens of like, Jesus knows all that about them and Amen. still died for them. That's the good Thank news. You. And if he can love them— in their challenge i can certainly love that's them. that's a great reminder yeah, and, and Man. by the way jesus loves me and my all amen. messed up stuff amen and, and sometimes it's easier than others but those are some, some really practical things of now o- on the flip side if you kind of go i guess all the way to the the opposite side there are some people who find themselves maybe they have um big families but because of the dysfunction because of the challenges because of the difficulty They're not going to be seeing them. They're making that choice. Or in other cases, uh, people who've never had really big families and and are kind of, uh, for lack of better terms, alone. There are a wide range of emotions that happen around the holidays and Thanksgiving. Uh, For someone who might be spending this Thanksgiving in a way they didn't want to spend it. Because it, it strikes me that many people aren't physically alone. But they certainly feel emotionally alone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In, if you know what that's like to feel like alone in a crowd, that's it's oh, a very hard boy. thing. I was going
0: to say, you can feel lonely yeah. and alone in a crowded room.
1: That's right. Yeah. And that, that you know, their desire isn't to be where they are, right? Maybe it's a yes. single adult or yes. single again adult. Yes. And that's not where they are. Is not where they want to be or... Uh, They don't have a particular close connection with their family. Maybe uh, they're listening to this here right in the Washington metro area and their family is, you know, in a different country or halfway across our same country and they're just not able to be. How would you suggest for them uh, to live and to maybe still cultivate uh, some gratitude that's still able to be had in the midst of a, a situation that's hard and they certainly wouldn't choose for themselves?
0: Yeah. Please don't hear me saying that what I'm about to say is easy. Because it's not easy. I read a book, Brian, about, oh gosh, eight, nine, maybe 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And the book was entitled, Do Hard Things. Uh, so yeah. I challenge myself. And not everybody's like me. Not everybody's like you and I. We are kind of people, people, right? And we like being around people. Not everybody's like that. Sure. So I challenge myself to do hard things. Here's what I would say. Um, I would just urge you. I beseech you. I plead with you to... Even if it's difficult for you to reach out to someone, because I believe we were created imago dei, in the image of the deity, in the image of God. Mm -hmm. And therefore, I believe that means to be in relationship. Mm -hmm. Now, that's not always easy. Again, please don't hear me saying it's easy. But to reach out to at least one more person or one family, or if you're out there and you know of a friend who's going to go through this, reach out to them and invite them in, hold them close, be with them. and again, it may not be easy to do, but man, I think it's what we're called to do mm-hmm. as believers in Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah. I'm going to, I love that. Those three words do hard things. Yeah. You know, I woke up this morning and on my list of to do's was well, not hard things. I'm just gonna be honest. I don't know that most of us wake up. A lot of people do, uh, but most of us don't. Wake up in the morning saying, do hard things. But right. in, in the context of, of what you've just been sharing about stepping out of our comfort zone, uh, stepping into relationships when maybe it's challenging or something of that nature, again, that reminder of the, the truth of the good news of the gospel, that there was nothing harder, so to speak, than Jesus the imperishable taking on the form of the perishable. Oh, my God himself, wrapping himself in human flesh, uh, putting himself uh, in the creation. Right. That he created. I was talking to someone recently, Dennis, and I I said, could you imagine how difficult it was for Jesus, uh, who is a carpenter and a carpenter's son? And and he had just built his coffee table or just built something like that. and, And someone that he had known before the foundation of the earth who he knit together that person in his mother's womb. He knows everything about that. He created all of this. Colossians says, you know, Jesus Christ holds the world together. Genesis tells us he created all this. And that person comes in and critiques his coffee table making abilities. (laughs) I I don't like this. Uh, You need to change this. I mean, the amount of humility that took to do that. And and that's before the cross. That's before those other things. And that in the reminder that many times that my motivation for doing hard things is an act of worship. Yes, because the hardest yes. thing ever, Amen. Done Amen. was Jesus yes. doing what He did for me, and and, <laughs> and having that sort of motivation. Certainly, on those days where I wake up, and not only not on my to do list is do hard things, but on my to do list is not do hard things. I've had yeah. a lot of days where I felt like that's on my to do list: not do hard things. Well, and even
0: hey, you were just reminding me very quickly, brother, that um, even Jesus didn't want to go to the cross. Yeah, I mean, He said, Let's "If this will pass, pass from me, from me yeah. but if not." I'm going to do hard things. That's I'm right. going to do what you want me to do, Father. So that's what I, yeah.
1: Yeah, and I, I certainly don't want people to hear it. I got this statement in my house. My kids are going to hear this now. Know it, You know, this isn't a suck it up buttercup moment, right? <laughs> That's not what this is. Just pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Exactly. But understand that no, no, lots no. of times yeah. when Jesus asks us to do hard things, he does not ask us to do hard things for the purpose of making our life difficult, but oh, absolutely he does not. Us ask us to do those because on the other side of those hard things are blessings that we're Amen. just not able to see at Amen. that time. Amen. You know, yeah. it is. It is tough. Uh, There are financial struggles. There are divorce. There are all kinds of things. Um, If someone was listening today, Dennis, and they're like, well, that sounds really good because, you know, Dennis and Brian on the radio, of course, they're going to say all of this sort of things. Um, What would you want to encourage them? We do this all the time when we end a show, right? Sure. What would you want to say? Hey, during this season, make sure you do this, even if it's trying. Make sure you do it. Anything you want to share?
0: Yeah, and and, and here's something that's kind of special this year, Brian. My brother-in-law, my sister's husband— Died suddenly, mm. young young guy, um, in June. I did his funeral back in June. Yeah. My sister always has Thanksgiving, always has the family to her house. Mm-hmm. Um, it wouldn't be convenient for us to go back this year. Yeah. But I pushed my and again, don't hear like Brian says, don't hear us Pollyanna in the pie in the sky, right? Yeah. yeah. But I pushed myself and and said to my wife, I said, baby, let's go back to Ohio to help it be more special mm. for my sister. So. Just pushing yourself a little bit again, not saying it's easy, but just, gosh, by the grace of a loving God, mm. just to reach out. Because when you reach out, wow, that's going to bless you.
1: That's a that's a good word. And, and I would want people, if you're listening here today, uh, to, to know this, that I believe one of the greatest tools of the enemy is to make you, or to convince you rather, that you're the only one. Uh, and by that, I mean this, that you're the only one that's struggling, that you're yeah, the only yes, one that has yes, this yes, challenge. And, yes. and when we believe the lie that we're only the, rather we're the only one, the only person ever feels this way or has this moment, our isolation grows. Yes. And in our isolation, yeah, yeah. the capacity of the enemy to continue feeding us lies grow. And so my encouragement to you, if you're, if you hear this today, I want you to know you're not the only one. Amen. I'm Amen. not sure where you're at. Uh, right now, but I know there are many others out there. I imagine that Dennis and I, if we had more time today to even talk about our personal stories, and that we could we could talk forever to let you know sure. that you're not by yourself. Sure. But yeah, yeah. here's the thing: Jesus Christ loves you, knows what you have gone through, what you are going through, and Amen. what you will go through in the Amen. future. Amen. And He promises to be enough if we lean into Him. And one of the greatest ways to do that is in the middle of this time of the year to be people who are thankful even if it's just for the basic things. And so I hope that's what they walk away with.
0: God bless you, brother. That's a powerful word. That's a good word from you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Happy Thanksgiving.
1: And to you, my friend. God
0: bless you, man. Hey, folks, thank you for being with us. If you want to hear this special um, Thanksgiving program and again, you can go to com or wava.com, keyword good news, and look under our podcast page. Or if you want to talk about it, you can call me at 703 807 Thank you again for joining us. We'll see you again next week. And remember, it's the gospel that makes a way.